0: Welcome to the Nate Echoes Podcast, where I unleash my mind on a question or topic in hopes to inspire and encourage you by echoing these things that I have heard or thought about. Interesting questions inspire people, so let's see what happens. This is episode 002, Whispering Thoughts. Good day everyone. Um, So today is actually the day before my wife's birthday. And as we were going through all the pre-birthday things that typically happen within a family, as my wife calls it, a birthday week, it reminded me of last year when my son asked me, uh, well, actually my, my kids have terrible habits of telling people what we get them. So much so to the point we just don't tell them and they're surprised, just as surprised as everybody else, whenever Someone opens up a name or opens up a gift and their name's on the gift. Like I didn't remember getting that. Um, so last year uh, at my wife's birthday party or for my wife's birthday, we got I got her a gift. And I told the kids, I said, listen, if you can keep a secret, if you can keep it a secret and not say anything to her about what she's getting for your mom's birthday, we're going to go out and get ice cream. It was so fun to watch their reactions because they absolutely love ice cream. They would do anything for ice cream. They're super excited about it, and so uh, my wife would even try to get them. Hey, what'd you guys get me? What'd you guys get me? And they didn't budge. They did so good. It was amazing. And any time that that she would try to get them or ask them, Hey, what'd you get me? And, you know, they'd come up to me and whisper, "Dad, Dad, we didn't tell her. We didn't tell her anything. She has no clue." And they were so excited and proud of themselves. Um. So anyways her birthday happened we she opened the gift the boys were so excited because the gift that they got her she had no clue it was, a, it was a big surprise and for like two weeks afterwards anytime that they talked about it they would come up and whisper about it like dad dad mom's wearing mom's wearing the birthday present that we got and like, they're whispering, and I'm like, guys, she already has the present. You don't need to keep this a secret anymore, but the, yeah, it was one of those things that they were whispering in a time when they didn't need to, and it was so funny and so interesting to me. I'm like, what is going on in their minds, and in their minds, they they said, okay, this topic is only a whispering topic. It didn't have an expiration date, but it was just something that they couldn't talk about out loud. I loved this story as a as a dad, um, just being able to relive this at times. And again, with it being my wife's birthday week, uh, it, it brought back, uh, some memories there, but it got me to actually thinking about, uh, why we whisper and what is whispering. And, and I, I came to the, I came to the realization that there, there are two types of whispering. The first is situational whispering, right? Um, when your volume needs to be dictated by your situation, um, it brings that that brings me back to a story uh, I had a cousin who got married during an Ohio State football game. It was like on New Year's Day. It was one of the rolls. Uh, oh, what what year was it? It was when they were playing Oregon for uh, the the uh, one of the bowl games a few years back. And she got married on that day during that time. And so my brother and I, who are at our cousin's wedding, are sitting in the back of the of the uh, chapel, of the church, and whispering back and forth to each other, okay, what just happened? What just happened? Yeah, we'd get notifications on our phone, and we'd be whispering because the situation was not for talking about what was actually going on. Then, um, the so so the situational whispering is, is a thing. And then the second thing that I thought about was the subject. When a subject matter needs to be curtailed to a certain audience, uh, this is great... Uh, you've, you've used this whenever kids are in the room or during serious meetings, um, or the infamous zoom private chat, you know, who hasn't messed up one of those. I was on a, a zoom call and, uh, stuff was going crazy on a, on a meeting. And I went to, I was privately chatting with one person on zoom and accidentally hit the everyone. And so I said something to everyone and everyone just kind of looked at me like, wait, what's going on? Uh, And I had to try to play that off, which I I, I felt like I did a good job, but, you know, everyone probably realized what actually happened. So those are kind of the two areas that, that we whisper, situational whispering and subject matter whispering. And as I thought about those two areas of whispering, this question formed in my mind, and I had heard... I'd heard uh, two people in a debate on YouTube, you know, one of those YouTube videos that you kind of get caught up in. I had heard two people in a debate talking about biases, right, and this idea between conscious bias and unconscious bias. And I, while the questions aren't to get into today anything about bias, there was a very, very important uh, exchange that went and happened that made me start thinking about this between unconscious bias, because this unconscious bias that they were talking about in this interview was a bias that you don't even realize you're having, right? If it if it is a bias, but you're trying to keep it to yourself, like you, you understand you're having it. And, and this got me thinking about today's question, which is what do you do with your whispering thoughts? These thoughts that the situation that you're in, whether it maybe is the subject matter or the situation, you recognize that you're having these whispering thoughts and you don't know what to do with them, right? Uh, I remember uh, we used to all have somebody to whisper our secrets to. Uh, we'd come home immediately after uh, school or hanging out with friends or something like that. and uh, you know, For my generation, we'd log into AOL Instant Messenger and talk about all the things that happened at church or at school. Uh, As a kid, we always could share our our whispering thoughts, those those things that our parents probably were like, this is ridiculous, you know, but we could share those with our with our parents. Um, In middle school, we shared our secret thoughts with our friends Uh, after high school. In high school, uh, we shared it with our roommate, our significant other, and as we continue to get older and older, I f- we find I find that the number of people that I can share with becomes smaller and smaller. Even they might be there, I, I feel like I shouldn't be able to share them. So I found it, I've found that I'm becoming more and more aware of my situations and subjects that I think. I think that's called maturity, right? Like I, I recognize that maybe I'm in a situation where this wouldn't fly or that wouldn't fly. Uh, and not just about what I'm thinking or what I'm doing, but maybe what I'm saying or how I'm acting. It's part of maturity. We we continue to do that. But as I become more and more mature, I can better filter these things, um, filter things that I'm reading or reading the situation better or where a quote would help or where absolutely just stop, shut up, don't say anything, uh, comes into place, but what do we do and, and all of that stuff is great, and it happens and I might think something that i don 't say a joke in a in a bad situation or a joke in a good situation is just not not appropriate or you know the the audience doesn't allow it. but what do we do with those thoughts that we have? I think that is a an area that often takes the same space in our minds, but we don 't talk about it. The thoughts that we hear in our head that wouldn't that we wouldn't dare mention to anyone, because let's be honest, we know that they are not appropriate, or the world wouldn't have welcomed them. The thoughts like "I'm not good enough," "I can't," "I'm struggling," "I have a different opinion," "I'm overwhelmed," uh, "I I don't want people to think less of me." I, I really do care what other people think of me, despite what my parents have told me, despite what I've been raised to think or believe. I have a differing belief system from you. These are all those thoughts um, that come to our minds, and, and they're whispering thoughts. We recognize that we're having them. We recognize that there's a reason that we're whispering them. They're not just unconscious. We don't, we, it's not like we, we don't realize we're having them. But now what do we do with these things? You see, I I think these are thoughts that are so flustering because unlike the unconscious thoughts, the whispering thoughts, we're fully aware of, and we're fully aware that we're having them, yet we have no outlet for them. We tuck them away out of sight for the moment, and we build up a dam to keep them back, afraid of what would happen if they actually spilled out. So we curtail our our talking. We 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 try to corral everything and put it in a nice box where, okay, those things, those thoughts aren't going to spill out. So my question I want to ask here today is, what do you do with those things? Because I know for me, it's one of those things that I definitely had to struggle with. And it took a long time to actually get to the point where I felt like I had at least a good handle on it. Because while I knew I had people in my life that I could share them with, with and they wouldn't judge me for or anything like that, I still felt that there was a wall and it was inappropriate to talk about them. So in, in my mind and in this episode, uh, we're going to talk about the you really your two options. And the two options you have are these. Keep it in and hope the pressure doesn't build up. Or the second option is install a release valve. One of my favorite shows of all time on this planet is Mythbusters. I love it. I love the explosions. I love everything that goes on with Mythbusters. Adam and Jamie are absolutely awesome. If you're listening to this podcast, oh my goodness, I'm, uh, yeah, I love you guys. That's awesome. Um, but there's an episode where the team sends a water heater through the roof of a house over 500 feet in the air. And this happens when the release valve is blocked and mouth or malfunctions. And they have to do all these science things to actually uh, get, this, get this pressure to build up in this water heater to be able to send it through the roof. So because this valve was blocked off, this safety feature was blocked off, everything just exploded. It's crazy to watch. Go watch the episode. But as I started thinking about this, you know, those are our two options. We can try to keep it pressured. We can try to keep it, you know, contained to where it doesn't ever get there, which is probably really difficult. Um, But the other thing is to intentionally install that release valve. So here are a few ways that I found in my life that I've been able to install a release valve to keep those whispering thoughts from blowing up in my face, to deal with those thoughts of inadequacy, shame, guilt, the thoughts that you know you can't share or you know you got to be really careful who you share it with because otherwise, man, everything could just blow up. And the first one I, I, I thought about is calling out the lies and focus on the truth many of us, many thoughts that I have uh, are just flat out lies. Um, They're not true, or they're they're based in just a nugget of truth, just enough to where you failed that one time, and now those thoughts of of you just being a failure, of me just being a failure, you know, completely overwhelm us, or that time that someone called out a feature that we don't like about ourselves, and now we think everybody is focused on that thing. It's crazy, but there's an old saying that says the best way to tell if a stick is crooked is to hold it up to a straight stick. And I think that's what we need to be able to do. We need to be able to call out the lies and focus on the truth. So whatever the lies, whatever the, the, uh, the whispering thoughts in your head that you're dealing with, I want you to hold it up to the truth. Maybe it's something that scripture talks about. Maybe it's something that, that your parents or your friends or, or somebody has told you, and I want you to hold those thoughts up to the truth and see if they're actually true or if they're just based on a truth or complete flat-out lies. The second thing that I found that works really well is to say it out loud say whatever that thing is out loud. Sound has power, right? That's why we always want the the newest and best speaker system or AirPods or you know headphones whatever it is that that sound has power and sh- But shadows are defeat uh, shadows feed on doubt. And dealing with a problem later is rarely healthy. I've never I've never dealt with a doctor um where I've had a problem they said, "Oh man, it's a really good thing you waited to get this thing checked out." No, I want you to say it out loud. That's that's one of the things that I do whenever I'm struggling with some of these things. I give it a voice and I say it out loud. Say it to yourself, write it down, pray about it, put it in your journal, have a plan that works for you to get it out of your head. Whenever you're able to speak it, you're able to hear it in a different way rather than just reminiscing on it and marinating in it. You're able to say it and and things change whenever you actually give them a voice. The third thing I have is choose your outlet. If you're really going to install this valve um, to be able to allow that pressure not to build up of these thoughts that we have in our head, choose your outlet. Being able to share these thoughts on paper is one thing, but having a person that you trust is another thing. Being able to have somebody believe in you or talk you through something or be able to call it out and say, it's not true. And believe it or not, not everything is appropriate for social media, right? Uh, I know a lot of people, they, they immediately go to Facebook or Twitter or TikTok or, you know, whatever, uh, you know, whatever your, your social media of choice is, and they ask questions and they're, you know, it's kind of like they're fishing for compliments. You don't know what they're going through, but man, not everything is appropriate for social media. And whenever we, that's our first outlet or that's our only outlet to be able to deal with some of these things. You never know what you're going to get because a lot of these comments and things aren't aren't the best. They, they make us feel a little bit better because either we get some, some sympathy or people jump on board with us and, and we feel like that's good, but those aren't really proper outlets because you're not working through anything. You're just saying, oh, this is another, you know, other people are going through this or worse. You, you actually get some hate on it. People start throwing shade and saying that's ridiculous, especially depending on the subject matter. The the fourth thing is I I have, uh It's helpful to have more than one person to be able to talk about these different things to. i I, I want you, i I have a philosophy in my life that i want a mentor who is younger than me. I want a mentor who is going through what i'm going through. I want a mentor who's five years where I want to be and ten years and fifteen years where I want to be and These are people that I ask questions to. These are people that I run things by because I want to be where they're where they are at some point. There is hope, and you have the ability to deal with the, these thoughts that appear in your head in a healthy way. It's not all just unhealth. You need to be able to express these thoughts, and so you don't absolutely just explode because uh, of these thoughts filling your mind all the time. You don't have to be trapped in your uh, life. You don't have to be trapped in fear of keeping your thoughts to yourself for the rest of your life. Name it. Is it true? Choose an outlet. Thanks everybody for joining me. This was a super fun episode for me to talk about today, um, but I want to hear back from you. What are ways that you deal with these thoughts? I want to hear from you. I want you to comment. I want you to to like, rate, and share. But uh, be able to get a hold of me and say, hey, you know, here's something that I here's something that you left out, or here's a, a funny story where that happened to me, or here's how uh, this thing helped me. What are some of the thoughts that you've overcome and how? Um, what are some of the thoughts that you that are reoccurring to you? I'd love to hear from you. My contact information can be found in the show notes. Thanks so much for joining me. I would love it if you subscribed, rate, and leave a review. Uh, It only helps spread this podcast to other people who might need to hear it. So have a good one. Let's make today great. See you next time.